everyone. As you all know, I am the host of the Pursue the Pool podcast. My name is Stacey Bevan. And what I usually do is I ask you, the audience, to send in any questions that you would like me to ask our guests and also um, any recommendations of industries or people that you would like me to interview. But I have actually received a lot of questions um, for myself. So you guys are really interested to know a bit more about me. Now, I did receive a few pages worth of questions. So, of course, it's going to take me a long time to go through them all. So I thought I would break it down and, you know, address some of the questions individually. Now, in particular, there was a lot of questions um, based on the podcast that I do and how I got started and more questions around that. So I'm here today to answer some of those questions. And of course, if you've got any more, then feel free to send them in. So I am going to be as honest as I possibly can and also as vulnerable as I possibly can. You know, I expect this from our guests. So you guys get the most out of the interviews that I do. And I can only uh, adopt the same, really. So the first question is, how did you get into podcasting? And this is really weird because podcasting was never an initial thought of mine. It wasn't something that I ever thought that I was going to do. I'm the kind of person that was always more comfortable behind the camera as opposed to being in front of the camera. So the thought of doing anything podcast related or anything where I'd be put out in front of um, an audience, it actually terrified me. Now, I do have other businesses and I have a lot of other things going on. And again, I will touch on these. There's been some questions around that. But specifically focusing on the podcast, as I said, it was never an intention to do this. But what actually happened is I had a bit of an experience. And what it was is when I was looking to start my own business in a specific um, industry, I was going on YouTube and I was watching a lot of different inspirational videos. And, you know, they were great, but the videos seemed very generic to me. Um, They wasn't very specific in the industry that I wanted to focus on. I didn't feel that they were very vulnerable. They were talking about, you know, this million pound business that they'd created. And I needed to get some more insight. I was thinking, well, I'm scared. I'm working all these hours. I've got this going on. You know, how do I make money and do a transition from a job? What do I need to invest? I had so many questions. And so I found that this was a bit of a um, sore point for me, really. I couldn't get the answers that I wanted. And then I have um, a 19-year-old son and also a nephew of a similar age. And, you know, through COVID times, obviously studying had changed and they just both seemed really lost. And a lot of their friends were in the same position. So I felt, okay, this is you know, they don't know what to do. Um, And they had a lot of ambition to, you know, do things for themselves. And there was just nothing out there that was helping them. Um, And they, they, they just were asking these questions and I didn't have all of the answers. So I wanted to do something where I felt that I was giving back and I felt that I was helping people. 
I didn't want to focus on money or anything, you know, that this is a kind of different, different area entirely. So I thought, how can I give this information back? And then I did kind of ponder on this and then I just left it. It was a thought that I had where I knew that I wanted to help people, um, not just the younger generation, but other people as well. And then I sat there and thought, I'm sure there must be people like me who, you know, want to start their own business um, and may not have the confidence to do so or have a lot of fear. You know, I was a single parent with two children. It was very difficult for me. Um, Money was always an issue. And you know, how do I go about doing this? And then one day, and this is going to sound really weird, and I'm probably going to sound a little bit crazy, but I had this vision. And um, it was a vision of me doing a podcast. And then the name Pursue the Pull popped into my head. And I think, um, if I'm going to be honest with you, I felt that this vision came from God. Um, you know, I have a lot of faith and I feel that this is where that vision came to me. And I was like, right, how do I go about pursuing this? So I had the name Pursue the Pool and I thought it was very fitting because you do have these thoughts and when you've got a business idea it never goes away it's constantly there pulling you and the more you try to come away from it and stay in employment and be focused in other areas the more it kind of tries to pull you so I knew that this was the right name for this for this podcast and um then I was kind of like okay I have to get in front of the camera and it took me about eight months to create my first video. And I remember sitting down with a friend of mine and they said, look, you just have to do the first video. You're not going to be an expert, but you'll learn the more you do it, the more comfortable you will be. So I did. I decided to just find someone to interview. And um, when I did that first interview, it kind of, it didn't come natural to me. I didn't feel, but I enjoyed it so much. I felt like I was giving back and it just felt really comfortable. And then the insight that they were giving, it was helping me. And I was thinking, this can help so many people. So many people are in this situation. And now I have I've fallen in love with doing podcasting. And I know that I'm doing it for a really good reason. And, you know, the more vulnerable the guests are as well, the more that I enjoy it because I feel this is really going to help someone. So that is the story behind me actually getting into podcasting. It wasn't an initial thought to do a podcast, but like I say, I had this vision and I had this thought of how can I help people Um, it started with the younger demographic, like I say, but then I thought, okay, there's a lot of people that are in my position. And also when I tried to start my own business, I couldn't find anything that was relative and it was very generic. So that's how I got into podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it was, it was, it was scary. It was really scary. As I said, I wasn't really wanting to be in front of the camera, But it it came to me and then I just kind of overcame that fear and just went with it. And then there's another question. As the host of your own podcast, what have you learned about the art of interviewing and creating engaging content? To be honest, I don't know if I've mastered the art of interviewing. I think to me, I see it like I'm having a natural conversation 
Um, I am speaking to people like I would, asking them for advice and asking them to, you know, delve into areas that I think you guys would want to know. So I think it's more conversational than mastering an art, if that makes sense. Um, to get comfortable in, in front of the camera was probably the biggest challenge for me. But like I say, I just went with it. You know, you're going to get criticism, but I know I'm doing it for the right reasons. And I know I'm doing it for good reasons. And for me, that's more important. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't say that I got into the art of interviewing. I'd say it was more, it's more conversational. And if there's something that they touch on that I think is really interested, then I'll delve a little bit more into that. So it's building the rapport with the people that you're going to interview, which I always do before the interview starts. I'll spend a bit of time with them beforehand. I'll get to understand, you know, their business. And, um, you know, so we have that rapport before we even start going into the interview. So then, like I say, it's more of a conversation that just flows. In terms of creating engaging content, um, I think the interviews themselves are engaging content. The questions for the interviews come from the audience. It comes from you guys. So to me, um, there can't be no better way than creating engaging content because it's coming from you. It's what you want to hear. And the questions that you have asked me to ask people that I'm interviewing, again, it, it comes from you. So I think that in itself is, is engaging. And then I want to promote positivity and motivation as well. So anyone that is in that situation, not just from the interviews, but for some of the posts that you'll find, they're quite motivational, they're quite, you know, you can do this. Because I see that I wanted to build more of a community. You know, I always do in my introduction where I say we are one community, we are all together, and this is one place with all the answers. So I see it as a community that we're all in it together. I'm just a spokesperson for everybody else, if you like. and me adopting that approach, I think that's what makes it more um, engaging, if you like. So another question, how do you seek inspiration? Is there anyone you follow in particular or any books that you like to read or do you have a mentor? Um, I do have a business mentor. I'm one of those people that have a lot of ideas and I can get lost um, myself and, you know, I can overthink as well. So a business mentor does help me to stay really focused. So I do have a business mentor. I do listen to other podcasts and I do watch a lot of um, stuff on YouTube as well. I think more for motivational aspects. Um, and I also like to learn a lot where I can. So the podcasts that I engage with and the people that I engage with, I like to see, you know, what they're doing and, um, you know, take advice from these people as well. So again, yes, I do have a business mentor. This came later on um, because I got to a stage where so much was going on because um, I've got other businesses and everything else. So I needed to just make sure that I could stay focused and um, someone also asked, you're very successful in what you do. How do you balance your various roles and responsibilities? To be honest, I get asked this question all the time. I have children. I'm a single parent. There's a lot that I am doing. And sometimes it can be um, 
I wouldn't say detrimental, but sometimes it can be really challenging. I'd like to have more time for one thing as opposed to another. The podcast for me is one of those things that it's just pure enjoyment. And I love doing it when I speak about it. Like I just light up. It's just something that is not just a hobby. It's more like I feel that I need to do it. I feel fulfilled by that. In terms of the other businesses, it's very difficult to manage, um, but I've always been able to multitask quite well. It can get quite stressful, but again, this is why I did bring a business mentoring so I wouldn't get distracted. Um, In terms of distraction, I had to change my life a lot. I had to come away from things that were distracting me from being focused on um, my podcast and my business and so on. I had to pull myself away from certain um, people that I was hanging around with. I had to start associating with other people, a different kind of people. And I had to, like I say, you know, I'm not saying I don't go out and I don't enjoy myself, but I had to, I had to limit it. I had to really change my way of thinking and what I was doing and coming away from a lot of things that would tempt me or distract me away from what I was trying to achieve. So it's a lot to do with mindset and it's a lot to do with your circle of friends and it's a lot to do with um, the life that you lead. And you will have a lot of people that will say to you, you know, your circle of friends is really important and so on. And it is, it is so, it is so true. So there's a lot that I had to change. Um, what fears did you have and how did you overcome them? I still have a lot of fear. Um, I think with me, I've learned that beyond fear is growth. Beyond fear is growth in my confidence as well. And no matter how scared I am of something, I just have to do it. You, You just have to take that plunge and you just have to do it. Like I said, with the podcast, I was scared of being in front of the camera and I really didn't want to do it. Um, so, yeah, you just have to face that fear. It's going to be there. It's not going to vanish. And it will stay with you throughout. So, you know, there's a lot of self-doubt as well. But you just have to do it and almost kind of block that out. I know it's it's easier said than done. It is because people used to say it to me. But you you really have to, you just have to steam ahead, full steam ahead, and the noise will be there, but you have to try and block it out as much as you possibly can. Um, how did you identify your passion? How did you know that this was the right path for you? Um, when it comes to the podcast, I won't go more into uh, my other business as a passionate side there. You know, I'm a marketing person, especially I focus on strategies and digital marketing specifically. And that is a huge passion of mine. And that came about in a completely different way. As I said, the podcasting, I am a people person. And um, this was more something that I found that was more fulfilling and I felt like I was giving back and I'm doing this more to give back as opposed to seeing it as a business that I'm going to monetize and so on. This is more, I'm more passionate about helping people. I do training in digital marketing. So I'm a trainer. Um, that's that's part of my profession and what I do in my business. And um, 
you know, when people come to me and they say, you know, I've utilized the training that you've given me. Now I'm doing this. Now I've progressed in this. That just makes me feel good. So um, I'm passionate about people and helping people. So um, this podcast has, like I say, it came about in a different way. And it was something that I never thought about. But it does align with my passion um, as well. So those are all the questions I'm going to ask for now. There's a lot more questions that are focused on the other side of what I've been doing and how I got to where I am today and all of my struggles that I've been through and, you know, what I've experienced working in industry and how I've grown in industries and in companies as well. I've had, like I say, a lot of challenges. It hasn't been an easy journey for me. It's still not easy now. Um, and I will go through more of that in, in a lot more depth, but I just wanted to address the questions because there seemed to be a lot focused on the podcast and how I got started and how I knew this was the right thing for me to do. Um, and again, you know, any more questions that you have, feel free to send them in and I will address the other questions that you send. So I hope this helps and I hope you are enjoying the Pursue the Pool podcast. And as I said earlier on, if you've got any questions that you want me to ask people that I'm interviewing, or if you've got any um, specific industries that you would like me to target and any CEOs that you would like me to reach out to, just let me know. And, you know, that's something that I, I will do. So thank you so much. Uh, It's been my absolute pleasure and I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast interview. Thank you. Bye.